Biden is eyeing tougher vaccine rules without provoking backlash. We'll talk about this and more as we dedicate today's entire show to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy. Do you have a question or comment? Join us by calling 1-877-363-8463. We're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about, politics and religion. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Today is open line. So you know what that means. It's all about whatever you want to talk about. So give us a call at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We have open lines and we would love to chat with you. Now the Bible tells us that God's wrath is coming in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat, and a whole lot more. Now you know, I, what if I told you that there was a way to be immune of that gruesome judgment? Now, you can eliminate fear about the wrath of God and understand how to have peace in the end times by watching our brand new teaching video, The Seven Vials. Go to endtime.com slash DVD. This month only, get your copy of The Seven Vials DVD with a gift of any amount. Five bucks, twenty dollars, five hundred dollars, whatever you want to give, go to endtime.com slash DVD and for a gift of any amount, you'll be one of the first to receive our new lesson when it ships in September. This lesson covers exactly what will take place as God's wrath is poured out on the earth and what you need to know to have peace during this time. So once again, go to endtime.com slash DVD. Or if you can call us at 1-800-END-TIME, that's 1-800-363-8463, and you'll be one of the first ones to receive our new DVD. Do it today. All right, Doug, today's open line. Yes. It's crazy. We'll see what we talk about. There's a lot of things to cover. We've got some stories to talk about, but also we always get interesting calls, and we love talking to people. So yeah. it's going to be a good day. It is going to be a good day. Uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. There's so much to talk about that uh, you guys should have no problem calling us and talking to us about the things you want to talk about because there's just news story after news story right now about things that are popping out. So, uh, like Vince said, this is your day. Call us talk about what you want to talk about today. And uh, we have some interesting things to discuss <laughs> ourselves. Absolutely. Um, if you're on Facebook, please hit the share button now. I'm feeling generous, so we'll, we'll find some people that shared and give you some free access to End of the Age Plus. So please do that. It helps us break through the algorithms that they've set up to try to suppress what we're talking about. And we're definitely going to hit on the story about Biden eyeing tougher vaccine rules without provoking backlash. So uh, you can imagine the censorship that will occur just from being saying that out loud and putting that in uh, in the description there. But, um, yeah, let's get to the phones right away. Ron from Texas. Ron, welcome to End of the Age. Hi there. Hi, Ron. How are you? We're doing great. How are you? Uh, Baxter, uh, Reverend Baxter probably for eight or nine years, but I believe I'm, I want to 
read a little uh, sentence here. I believe Jesus has directed me in the understanding of Daniel's end-time prophecy. And it's in Daniel and not in Revelation. I'd like to go over that with you if you would like. Absolutely. Okay. We start out with uh, Daniel 9, verse uh, 27. Uh, and he, the Antichrist, shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. And that will be start the Israel-Palestinian peace agreement. Daniel's 70th week begins, and construction of the third temple begins. Okay. Next is Daniel 8, 14. The third temple is complete. The burnt offerings are begun, begin. And he said to me, from 2,300 evenings and mornings, then the sanctuary will be restored to its rightful state. So 2,300 evenings and mornings means 1,150 days. So we know then that the, um, that the third temple is complete. Then 110 days later, we go back to Daniel 9, uh, verse 27. And for half of the week, he shall put an end to sacrifice and offerings. And on the wing of abomination shall come one who makes desolate until the creed and the poured out on the des desolator. So for the next 1260 days, Satan's wrath will occur. Ron, do you, yes. have, a, you have a question about this timeline? No, no. I just want to give you the timeline, and you tell me whether you, you think it's right. Do you think you could email that in to us? Uh, we, we want to get to all the calls, and um, you know we don't want to dedicate today's entire show on this timeline, but we would definitely, if you could send that to us, we would definitely take a look and be able to talk to you about it for a little while longer on, the, on a phone call as opposed to on the show. Would that be okay uh, with you? Yeah, uh, I've actually mailed it to, De uh, to uh, Dave and to Jana. Okay. Just let me give you just the other verses, and you can, you can cover them as you want, and that's Daniel 12, 7. That would be the end, and 12, 17 will be the second coming. 12, 11 be the second coming, and 12, 12 will, will be the beginning of the millennium. Okay, and you mailed that to us in, in physical mail, you're saying? Yes. Okay. Well, I, mailed, I mailed it to Dave, and I mailed it to Jana. Okay. okay, well, we will uh, see what we can do about finding that or look for it if it's going to arrive. We do appreciate your call, and, and uh, we'll take a look at that and see if we can form a response for you. Um, lots of interesting things to be considered uh, when talking about the timeline. I know there's a lot of uh, um, piecing together that we have to do to figure it out, but also it hasn't happened yet. So, right. therefore, uh, in some cases, we have to look at it and say we're not real sure what's going to happen in these uh, time frames, but it could be these things, and so even from our perspective, there's uh, some areas there that that we are uh, anxiously, well, not anxiously, we're we're eager to see yeah. what's going to happen. So, and and also we might want to mention that uh, Pastor Baxter has a really in-depth uh, Daniel course that's included in Jerusalem Prophecy Conference. That's right. Or college, I'm sorry. And uh, so in the Jerusalem Prophecy College, that's uh, actually the very first lesson that he taught um, the Jewish people that came to the college because of it and, and how much information is in there about um, the covenant and about the Jewish people. That's where he started. And it's actually semester three uh, when you go into JPC, and it's very in-depth, and Pastor Baxter goes over a whole lot of this. So if anybody is curious as to the teaching we have on 
Daniel. That's the entire book of Daniel that he goes over and he dedicates that whole third semester to that. Yep. Endtime.com slash JPC yeah. is where you would want to go. I also want to remind you that Dave and Jana are going to be in the New Orleans area this week in Marrero, Louisiana, uh, tomorrow at 6 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future. And then on Sunday at 9.30 a.m., he'll be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments with a Q&A session to follow. So if you're in the New Orleans area uh, or want to make a trip over there, you would we would encourage you to do so. You'll get to meet Dave and Jana and chat with them for a bit and also uh, be, uh, participate in this conference. So make plans to do that. Go to endtime.com slash events for more details about the venue and other information that you'll need to know to go. You don't have to register, but there is some information for you there. We'll see you after the break. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world. We will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at one 877 We want to get right to a news article that's um, extremely important to know about. AP News reported that when the pace of vaccinations in the U.S. first began to slow, President Joe Biden backed incentives like million-dollar cash lotteries if that's what it took to get shots in arms. But as new coronavirus infections soar, he's testing a tougher approach. In just the past two weeks, Biden has forced millions of federal workers to attest to their vaccination status or face enormous new requirements. He's met with business leaders at the White House to 
pressed them to do the same. Meanwhile, the administration has taken steps toward mandating shots for people traveling into the U.S. from overseas, and the White House is weighing options to be more assertive at the state and local level, including potential support for school districts imposing rules to prevent spread of the virus over the objection of Republican leaders. But even as Biden becomes more aggressive, he has refrained from using all of his power to pressure Americans to get vaccinated. He's held off, for instance, on proposals to require vaccinations for all air travelers or, for that matter, the federal workforce. The result is a precarious balancing act as Biden works to make life more uncomfortable for the unvaccinated without spurring a backlash in a deeply polarized country that would only undermine his public health goals. Vaccine mandates are the right lever at the right time, said Ben Wakana, the deputy director of strategic communications and engagement for the White House COVID-19 response, noting the public's increasing confidence in the vaccines and adding that it marks a new phase in the government's campaign to encourage Americans to get shots. It's the right lever at the right time. Mm -hmm. The mandates are. That's what they're talking about. The right lever at the right time. They're Vaccine holding mandates. Back, yeah, that's exactly Holding back to see how many people will voluntarily take it, and then they're going to put the hammer down. That's the way I read that article. Well, Think about the fact that if they make it mandatory for everybody to travel by air. Now, I heard just the other day that American Airlines had backed off of even making their pilots all be vaccinated because the pilots said, we'll walk off the job, and then your planes will be parked. I mean, I think a couple of other airline companies followed suit and said, we're not going to make our pilots do that either. But if the government mandates that, then that means travel is going to be restricted to people who aren't interested in doing this. So I know people that aren't interested in doing this that have to travel by air. So what's the connection with Bible prophecy? Why is that a problem? Well, I mean, for one thing, that it's a problem when the government is going to make you do something in order to be part of the world, to, to be able to function in society, to be able to do your job, to be able to go to the grocery store, to be able to travel. We know the mark of the beast is coming, and this is uh, very frightening to look at because it's so close to what the mark of the beast is going to be. The mark of the beast, we know, is going to be a mark that's on your forehead or hand with out which you will not be able to buy, sell, or trade. They're talking about you don't have this vaccine, you're not going to be able to go into a grocery store and buy your groceries. Now, I know that you can order things online and everything, but I heard the other day even talk that they might even be able to freeze people's uh, bank accounts and things like that. What if they did that? What if they said, we've got a hold of your bank account, and until you get vaccinated, you can't have your money in your bank? Now, I know that I'm just kind of saying that, but it has been spoken out loud. They've, they've actually made that comment out loud so think about that if i wanted to order food and have it delivered to my home but yet they have my account froze because i refuse to bend to their will well then you know what i do then i tried to grow a garden this year but for some weird reason nothing wanted to grow i don't know what that's about but that a lot of people say it's because we got so much rain but you know my peppers are growing like crazy but i can't live on peppers alone vince so you anyway need, you need meat <laughs> yes i do you need some animals yeah i do need to get me some animals all right well we'll get back to the phones tammy in mississippi welcome to end of the age hello hi tammy hi hi i guess wow <laughs> guys are mind readers because i think you probably just answered my question but you know i'm just curious well with all of this just to hear what others think 
you know, with all these, um, I even sit and I Googled, you know, which states have governors that have banned the vaccine and banned this. And But then my thing is, you know, Biden, ooh, little booger, um, <laughs> he can come in and just override all of that. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? You know, and what do you think? Do you see that maybe coming, that he's going to say, no, I'm, hey, I'm president, what I say goes, and I don't care if you did vote against it. This is, you know, I'm just kind of curious to see what you all think. And, you know, the other questions I had, you pretty much answered it, you know, listening to you guys. You, you cover everything in detail. You guys are awesome. But I, I'm just curious. And so I'll take my answer off, off the air and just sit and listen and see what you think. Thank you. All right, Thanks, well, thank Sammy. you. Well, Vince, what's your opinion about that? Um, my opinion is we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't know whether the man- a mandate is going to come from President Biden uh, for the vaccine. Um, however, we do know, like we were talking about, that a world government push is going to come at some point. Um, you know, so whether it's via a vaccine and then it transitions into something else more like what the Bible prophesies about or not. We can't say presently, this is what I was talking about earlier, when there's stuff in the timeline that we don't have all the answers to. And so it's just like we're going to wait and see and be full of faith and full of hope and uh, cast away any fears that try to come to our mind in the meantime. So that's my take. Well, we also know, Vince, you know, from Scripture that the eagle, the wings of the eagle that we talk about being America from Daniel 7, 4 uh, and, and seeing where those eagle's wings appear to be in Scripture. So Revelation twelve fourteen, we know that it's there helping Israel during the time of the Great Tribulation. We know we're not in the Great Tribulation right now, but we know at that point we will be helping Israel According to what scripture says. So somehow or another, this country is going to have to shift out of where we are right now and make it back to where we were headed before. Uh, And I think that maybe this is a wake up call. There are other countries where they're trying to mandate things a little bit more on people and try to make it to where you have to do this. They're getting pushback. They're getting peaceful uh, protests where they're finding out that their people don't want this. Uh, there are videos out there of these different places that you can find. Not a lot of it on our media, but it is in the media and you can see it. And so I, I think that what we're going to see is we're going to see a shift at some point in time. Do I know that for certain? Not about this vaccine mandate. But it mm-hmm. does look like at some point America will shift back to a point where we're not moving toward a socialist one world government. Uh, so we get that based on scripture. So that's why we don't have a lot of fear about this situation because uh, I just I don't think that we would be in a situation where they're going to say you have to do this. Is the vaccine the mark of the beast? The vaccine is not the mark of the beast. Is not the mark of the beast. It's not. The okay. Mark. Anytime we talk about this, people start it. Yeah. Filling in the blanks and adding to and whatever else. Right. Just wanted to make sure that we said that very clearly. <laughs> yeah. It's not, the mark, not of the, the mark of the beast, but the mark of the beast is coming. Yes, it is, and it is not the it is not the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Eugene in New York, welcome to End of the Age. Hi guys, how you doing? We're well. How are you, Eugene? Okay, listen. Um, 
I just have one question about the rapture. Isn't it true that when you die, you are raptured, your soul goes to heaven? Unless you're a bad guy, then your soul will go to hell. Am I correct in that theory? Yes, you're correct. That's what scripture says. Yes, sir. So is your is your question about the rapture how will how will the rapture work then for people who have already passed? I believe rapture is gonna happen to let Trump, like the Bible says. Mm-hmm. I've been following Urban for years. Yes, sir. Um I believe that. It's in the Bible. But when you die, it's the same thing. All right. Well, the, the thing is, Eugene, when we pass, our, our spirit goes to be with the Lord. Our soul goes to be with the Lord. And, and we're there, like Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We also have scripture that tells us that there's souls that are under the altar during the time of the tribulation. If you look at the fifth seal there, you see these souls crying out and asking the Lord, how long will this go on? And he said, until the time has come that your brothers have been martyred as you were. So he lets us know that that is that that time of the great tribulation and there are souls that are crying out. So Jesus gave a parable about Lazarus and the rich man, which is exactly what you were talking about a while ago. Lazarus went to be in the um, in the bosom of Abraham and the rich man went into the chasm, which we know as hell. And so there was a consciousness there where they knew where they were and they're that that's a parable but we can pull from that and understand what's happening there so your soul goes to be with the lord but when jesus comes back scriptures tell us that if we believe that christ was raised from the dead and will return we believe that god will send the souls with him that have gone before and what's going to happen is he'll bring those souls back and they'll get their resurrected body like christ had when he was resurrected. And and that's what happens when it says the dead in Christ rise first. Those resurrected bodies are joined with those souls. And then we that are alive and left will get our immortal body. That's why it says in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, we will be changed from mortals to immortals. And we'll have our resurrected body as well. And it'll be like Jesus had where he could walk into a room. Uh, he could appear to people that were walking down a road. And then he could just vanish and be somewhere else. It'll be that type of a situation for us when we have those resurrected bodies. All right. I, I see. I understand now. All right. Thank well, you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you, Eugene. You have a blessed day. Thank you, Eugene. All right. Sandy in Kansas, welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon. Hi, Sandy. Hey, I've got a question. We went through the Prophecy College, and we loved it. It's fabulous. And I remember Brother Irvin saying that the Antichrist would turn against Rome or the Holy Roman Empire. And I can't remember exactly what it was said, but I'm reading. Then I've been reading. We're going to go through the whole thing again because there's so much stuff in there to learn and remember. Um and we're old. But <laughs> anyway, I was reading in uh, Revelation 17 and 18 where it says, The ten horns that you saw on the beast will come up and make war and desolate and make the whore naked and eat her flesh and burn with fire. And then it says in 
chapter 18, verse 2, that Rome has fallen, Babylon the Great has fallen, has become the habitation of devils. So I'm trying to figure out, is that after Jesus comes back, or is that something the Antichrist will do to make war with Rome, since Rome is so rich and so powerful? And does this, in my imagination, this might mean that the, the demons during the um, millennium might be in Rome? Like it's a habitation of demons, it says. So anyway, oh. Yeah, there you go. Okay, <laughs> there, there's a lot there to talk about. So, I know. <laughs> first, let me let me just say first that it, in the scripture you're talking about. So, remember that Mystery Babylon is going to be Rome and the Vatican. So, it's the Church yeah. of Rome. It's that Vatican Church, and the uh, whoever is the Pope at the time will be the false prophet. Now they're working. Uh, hand in hand with the one world government but it says in verse 16 that the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast remember the beast is a one world government but there's these ten horns that are ten kings that will rise up and then the antichrist rises up among those ten kings they're going to hate the woman so it's it's going to be that conflict between politics and religion just like what we started with the show today when Vince said you know we're going to talk about the two things we're not supposed to talk about politics and religion at some point within this union that political side that one world government side will not agree or line up anymore with the church i don't know if it's because maybe the church begins to see the error of their ways but it's too late Mm. but that's going to be the fate there that's going to happen is that one world government will turn on the church toward the end now in revelation 18 that you're talking about that is when it says Babylon the Great has fallen, has fallen. This is during the wrath of God, after the raptures occurred. And God is God spends those two chapters explaining to us uh, what happens to Mystery Babylon. So it's the judgment of Mystery Babylon that we're watching in Revelation 17 and 18. As you watch Mystery Babylon in 18, as it's talking about being destroyed and she's fallen, she's fallen. It talks about her smoke rising up forever and that that merchants of the world are mourning her and all these things uh when you see that that carries over into 19 and if you look at 19 that you've got the host of heaven that are looking down and watching the destruction of mystery babylon and it says there that they're watching the smoke rise up and Mm -hmm. at that time they hear that great multitude they turn around to see who that is. That's the raptured church, and it's time for the marriage supper of the Lamb. So God is just kind of spinning those chapters to show us the judgment that's going to come on uh, Mystery Babylon. And then he explains how she's destroyed. And that's going to be the wrath of God when it's poured out. Uh, if you go back two chapters before that, look at 16. Uh, in Revelation 16, it shows that the full cup of God's wrath is poured out on the great whore. All right, Sandy, thank you for your call. Unfortunately, we're out of time coming up on a break. We will be taking more calls after the break. Give us a call at 1-877-363-8463. In time. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one. 
Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall, Doug Norvell here. Very excited about today's show because it's open line. That means we get to talk about whatever you want to talk about. We do have a full bank of callers, but before we do, Doug, what's your favorite number? My favorite number is seven. Seven. All right. Seven people who share this video on Facebook are going to get free access to End of the Age Plus. So hit share now, and we'll go through and pick seven different people. Nice. Seven people. I'm glad I could be part of that. Well, I was hoping you didn't say 90 or something, but <laughs> seven it is. Right. That'd be a lot of work to set all that up, but seven people are going to get it. So we appreciate you doing that. It does help us um, break through the algorithm on Facebook. So anytime you share or hit the heart um, option instead of the like button, it breaks through a little bit more and gets to your friends and family. Um, and that's what we're all about. We want to spread this truth. Uh, throughout the world, and you can help us out a lot by simply sharing the video. So we do appreciate that. Now, Doug Marcia on Facebook, she follows us in Time Ministries on Facebook. Uh, she wants to know God's wrath is not poured out until Jesus' bride and believing believers, fo- believing followers, are raptured. Correct. Does God's wrath happen after the rapture? God's full wrath does but there is there are some things that are happening there the vile judgments that we we've got the brand new um dvd on the seven vials we do yes we do tell us about that (laughs) well dave's done a standalone uh video of this a dvd where he uh this is his first teaching by himself where he uh, is teaching, and he's teaching on the seven vials. And when you look at that... That's, that's on in, DVD, obviously. It's, yes, it's on DVD. Yeah. It's not available yet, right? But they can get it. They can be one of the first you know to receive it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, this month only, a gift of any amount. $5, yeah. $8, $17, whatever number you want to put in there. Somebody did $1,000. Whatever number you want, it's totally fine. Go to endtime.com slash DVD, and you'll be one of the first ones to get the seven vials. Right. But 
those vials begin to be poured out before we're raptured out of here. We're, so when you look at some of that, the first one that's poured out is upon people who have the mark of the beast. That's in Revelation 16.2. That's the first vial that's poured out, and it's poured out only on the people that have the mark of the beast. The, the vials appear to be kind of generated in that one area, uh, maybe not a worldwide event. Some of it will be, some of it won't be. Uh, and you can read through that and see for yourself in Revelation 16. But if you look at Revelation 16:15, we're still here. And how do we know that? Because we're told that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. And Paul tells us in Thessalonians that uh, he won't talk to you about times and dates because we know that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. But we're not children of the night. We are children of the day. Therefore, that day shall not take us as a thief. When the middle of the vials being poured out in verse 15 of chapter 16, it says, Behold, I come as a thief, and blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. That's the rapture. That's telling us that the rapture is happening there or getting ready to happen. Then it says he gathers them together in a place in, uh, called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. And then the seventh vial is poured out. That's the full cup of God's wrath. That's the full cup of the, of the fury of God. And we will be raptured out before that is poured out. But we go into great detail in this lesson. It's it's just over an hour long. So it'll ship out in September. You can get it at endtime.com slash DVD or call 800 endtime. All right, we will get back to the phones now. We'll go to Dan in Missouri. Dan, welcome to End of the Age. How are you guys today? Better than we deserve. How are you, Dan? About the same, good as I deserve. <laughs> I uh, I just have kind of a statement I'd like to make. In your beginning, you were talking about the uh, COVID mandates. And the statement I'd like to make, if, if you look at something like that, they're trying to say, we're going to make people take this, just like in a court. They, they make people take pleas where they didn't really do anything. And that's all used as a precedence in the future. And it seems that that's what they're trying to do is create a precedent. If yeah. a million people are, have to be forced to take this, and then something comes up later on, they can say, well, we made them take it, and it turned out this way. Yeah. And I just kind of like to hear what comments you guys come up with that. Well, you know, for one thing, mandate is a good word there. That's not a law. This is not a law that you have to take a vaccine. A mandate is like something they create on a whim. It's it's a whimsical thing that they say, okay, well, we need to start doing this now. It's not like it, it's a law that people have to do. Now, however, if they get the FDA's approval, they're talking about making it a mandate to where everybody has to do this. Uh, that's why we were talking about we should peacefully protest. We should let our voices be heard. You know, uh, we have examples of this in the Bible. Uh, if you think about when Israel was in Babylonian captivity and there was a mandate that came out uh, where when they played music, there was a huge statue of gold. You had to bow down to this statue and worship this image yeah. of Nebuchadnezzar. But what did the... Uh, children of God do at that time. They said, no, we're, we're not going to do that. That goes against our beliefs. And so that's why we believe that there, there is a religious exemption to where we can say, look, this goes against our beliefs. When you get down to 
everything and talking about Christians and, and the vaccine because I've, I've taken a lot of heat about this and heard a lot of stuff about, well, you're a Christian, you should be doing this. Uh, the thing is, is that if we truly believe that our bodies are the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit dwells in this temple, the way that we should treat our bodies is we should take care of our bodies. And there is a lot of information out there uh, about this that does not appear to be healthy. And I know I've got people in my own family that uh, have done this and it didn't turn out well for them. Is, uh, it, is it the mark of the beast, though, Doug? It's not the mark of the beast. Okay. It's not the mark of the beast. No. But so, so what I'm saying is, um, as a Christian and a viewpoint of this, there are ways that we can stand against this. Now, there, there may be uh, situations where some of us have to, you know, be arrested for it or whatever. I don't know if that's coming or not. We're just going to have to wait and see. We're in the early stages of this crazy thing, and we're just going to have to kind of see yeah. what happens. But we have... You know, examples in the Old Testament that shows us Daniel, you know, they told you told Daniel and the people of his time that you couldn't pray to any other God. And Daniel prayed three times a day and they threw him in a lion's den. But God kept him through that. And that's what we need to remember. He kept those three Hebrew boys through the fire. He kept Daniel from the lions in the lion's den. And God worked it out to where things flipped. Their situations flipped. And so sometimes God puts us in these situations like this where it seems like there's a storm raging around us just to grow us and help us to be more dependent on him and stick to our uh, beliefs and our uh, walk with God. And when all this gets washed out, then, you know, God is the victor in everything. So we just need to hang on. I think everybody just needs to kind of settle down a little bit because I know it gets us riled up and, you know, we, we've got a full bank of calls here asking, you know, is it the mark of the beast? And, and we've said, no, no it's, it's, not. it's not. But so many things just are, are scaring people because of what this looks like. But bottom line I guess, is... I guess, what, I guess my point is, Vince, I guess my point is, it's not the mark of the beast, but it, the way they're implementing it is it's a way that, of forcing people, of forcing. It's like the mask. They force that mask. They force this. They force that. And that's where I see the problem coming, where people become used to being forced to do things. Yeah. And then, boom, here is the market. Yeah. And, and you're right. I, we had an article today that came out uh, on endtime.com that is uh, showing us that in Australia, they're telling yeah. people not to talk to each other, not to have, you know, communication with one another. Why if you they... see your neighbor in the store, yeah. don't talk to them. Don't talk to them. <laughs> I mean, it's didn't human article, nature for us to be able to do into, this. Didn't that article go into? They were saying, if you see your neighbors talking to each other, you gotta, you need to snitch on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've seen the article too. It's that's exactly yeah, what it's the saying. Article. They're trying to get us to stop communicating with each other because what happens when we communicate with each other? We build we each other knowledge. up. We gain knowledge. Yep. God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Amen. Yes, sir. We better talk to each other. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> going to keep talking. Both of you and Vince, you still <laughs> haven't lost this patient. I haven't lost what? This patient. Oh, well, <laughs> that's right. We've never lost a patient. Yeah. Yet. I'm one of the people you said that to, though. Okay. <laughs> you, have a, you guys have a great weekend, and thanks for your time. Thanks, right, Dan. We thanks, appreciate Dan. it. You know, that's one reason, Doug, that we do open line is because yeah. the value in being able to communicate with others, especially with 
this community of people that are so interested in Bible prophecy and current events and how that looks uh, through a lens of Bible prophecy. So we're committed to doing open line. We're committed to taking your calls and communicating with you. Uh, we take your prayer requests and we pray for you by name specifically. Our team comes together every morning at 8 a.m. and prays together. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll read your prayer requests if you'd like. Go to endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there that you can fill out and we will get your prayer request and we'll mention your name and pray with you through whatever you're going through. Sometimes we get praise reports and they say, you know, what God has done for them and sometimes it's, you know, a sickness or a family member that needs help or a financial situation. And we call your name in prayer. So if you need someone to join up with you in prayer, go to endtime.com slash contact, complete the form there, and uh, we'll be happy to pray with you. All right, we'll go to Nabil in Canada. Nabil, welcome to End of the Age. Nabil, are you there? Hi. Hi, welcome to End of the Age. Oh, thank you. I uh, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, I got the two volumes of Brother Irvin. I haven't had, they just arrived. I haven't started yet studying them. I'm looking forward for that. And we ordered your, the CD on the vials. Oh, wonderful. Coming in September. We appreciate what you're doing. We know that you are at the front line and the enemy doesn't love you at all. I have one question, and it would be nice, actually, that you do uh, one hour study or half an hour study on it someday is uh, number nine, uh, Revelation 9, the two million uh, gathering toward Israel. Are they going to be winning or losing? Hello? Yes, sir. So the, you're talking about the 200 million men army? Yes. Okay. Like, it, to me, it almost seems that they will be having the upper hand. We, we like to know. I, it would be nice to do some research on that. Um, I, you know, I could be 100% wrong. But I have a comment mm-hmm. at, to, to alert, not to alert, I mean to, to give us an idea as a nation. You, I'm in Canada, we're taken. I mean, our prime minister is totally C-O-M-M-nist, you know, the yeah, commons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Unit. yeah, we know that for sure. Yeah. And he will be getting majority by October again here. So you are our backbone in the States. Uh, you know, you're going to be refuge to many around the world. We believe that you'll, God will keep you for Israel. Mm-hmm. Not because you're good-looking at all, just because God loves Jacob and he's going to use you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if all the churches, if all the churches, the good churches, like the Evangelical Church, Evangelical Free, Baptist, Pentecostal, United Pentecostal, um, all the good churches bond together with agreement not to lock down, in one city that has 200,000 people. Bill, I've got to cut you off. I'm so sorry about that. We're going to a break and we're running out of time. We do talk about Revelation 9 in that study that you have, so check it out. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. 
every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven. 363-8463. Remind you once again, Dave and Jana are in the New Orleans area. Uh, Marrero, to be specific, uh, tomorrow night and Sunday. Tomorrow's at 6 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future. And Sunday is 9.30 a.m. We'll be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments and taking your questions um, right there during the session. So make plans to be there. You can learn more about it at endtime.com slash events. And also, uh, Dave, we just put out Dave's first solo DVD. So um, it's going to ship in September, but you can be one of the first ones to receive it uh, this month only. It's uh, available for a gift of any amount. So go to endtime.com slash DVD or call us at 800-END-TIME and uh, tell the operator that you want the 7 Vials DVD. We'll get back to the phones now. Walton, Ohio, welcome to End of the Age. My call. Hey, uh, just uh, just wanted to see if you guys had an update on the status of the red heifer. I just haven't heard anything in about four months. And take my answer offline. Thank you. Thanks, right. Walt. Thank you, Walt. Uh, the last thing we heard about the red heifer is they had two that were possible uh, candidates. They ended up having some white hair that showed up. So um, they think that if there's any white hair at all in the red heifer, that that, that uh, disqualifies them and they cannot use them because they're no longer kosher. So the last thing I heard is there were two other possibilities that they were looking at. Um, I can't remember where they were. I think that one of them might have been in Texas. Uh, but if you will go to the Temple Mount Institute's website, they have updates on the red heifer and they'll show videos of the ones they're looking at and everything. And they explain uh, what happened with the last two that they really thought were great possibilities. Uh, <laughs> we're kind of in the... We're, we're in the frame of mind thinking that if they get to the point where they get a peace treaty uh, signed and they can start to build their temple, that they may get a, a red magic marker out or something and color some white hairs. I don't know. But Pluck it. They're, they're I mean, gonna, come on. Yeah, come on. Get some tweezers. But anyway, if you'll look there on the Temple Mount Institute, uh, they usually have a section on there, and it's just called the Red Heifer Update. So you can check that out. All right, we'll go back to the phone. Stephen in Ohio, welcome to End of the Age. Hey. Uh, first of all, just uh, thank you guys for your teachings. Uh, I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, my question is about the rapture. So from my understanding, uh, 
you guys teach that uh, you'll have the two witnesses and they'll die for three days and on the third day they'll rise and then that'll be the rapture of the church uh, but my question is that I, I also thought that no man was supposed to know the day nor the hour so I'm just wanting some clarification here on is that when the rapture is supposed to happen or uh, if you could just clear that up for me so I'll take my answer off the air and thank you very much thanks Stephen right. thank you Stephen well first of all uh, we know this is not a um, one of those salvation issues so let's just start there and just say that if someone disagrees with what we teach on the rapture then that's okay. If if it happens before what we believe it'll happen, then we'll we'll just give you a thumbs up and say you're right on the way up. I remember uh, Brother Baxter said that he would uh, he would just ride on the bottom of his shoes. You know, uh, if it happens when he said he had said I'll just ride on the bottom of my shoes. I told you so. But you know, I mean, the thing is, when Jesus makes that comment, Jesus is talking to the disciples there at that moment. And that word that that is used there for knoweth means like that moment, knowing of of that time. Now, of course, Jesus has ascended uh, into heaven. And, of course, Jesus now knows when he said even the Son of Man, when he was here as the Son of Man in in that body, that physical body, uh, what he was saying was that no man knoweth, not even the, the Son, at that point. Uh, because that was that time period. But he also gives us many different ways uh, to where we can have knowledge of it. We will not know the exact day or hour that it's going to happen, but we're going to know pretty close if we're here and we see those two witnesses get killed and they're laying in the street, we can pretty much figure, okay, in about three and a half days, the Lord's coming back. And it's we're still not going to know the exact day or hour that it's going to happen, uh, not until we see that event happen, but in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, it tells us that immediately after the tribulation of those days, and then it goes into explaining that the sun will be dark and the moon will not give us light, the stars will fall from the sky, the earth will be shaken, and the men of the earth will see the sign of God, the sign of the sun, coming in the clouds with power and great glory. He'll send his angels to gather the elect. Uh, and so that tells us that that event is going to happen after the tribulation. It tells us that. Uh, so when you're looking at Revelation 11, which is what you were referring to, what we teach in Revelation 11, we see those two witnesses. They are killed. They're lying in the streets for three and a half days, it says. So we don't know at what time they're going to be killed, but we know three and a half days after that, after they're killed, it says that the Lord is going to come back. And so it gives you kind of what's happening there. It says, And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither. And they ascended up into heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. So that's the dead in Christ right there that are rising. It's, it's going to be more than just those two witnesses, but it's going to begin with those two witnesses. It says at that same hour there's this great earthquake. It goes on and it says in verse 15 that the seventh angel sounded the trumpet and there was a great voice in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. So at the same time that the rapture is happening, he's establishing his kingdom. And then it says that 
the time has come, the nations were angry, and their wrath has come, and the time of the dead that thou shalt be judged, and they shall be given the reward unto the servants, the prophets, and to the saints. Well, our reward is the rapture. It's the kingdom of God. We get to go up and be with Jesus. So all that happens at that same time. And uh, the other day we talked about 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 15 where it talks about when Jesus comes back at his, at his coming, that's when the resurrection happens. And so uh, that's like 1 Corinthians 15, 20 through like 22, I think. And um, so that there's a lot of scripture that backs that up. I know that it's not a popular belief. There's a lot of people that don't want to go through the tribulation. I don't want to go through the tribulation. I know Vince doesn't want to go through the tribulation. But the thing is that the, the word tells us that he who endures and is patient shall receive our reward. We will be with Christ in heaven. So I hope that helps. And also Stephen made mention of, of the rapture happening. I, I'm going to quote him wrong, but it, it sounded to me like he was wondering if the rapture occurred because of their death. And so I, I felt like it was important to point out that it's not necessarily because they've died and now the rapture is going to happen. It's just one of the events that's taking place it's in a this sign. timeline. Yeah. It's a sign that we can see. Yeah, we can see the story being told. Absolutely. And so it just, you know, it happens to be after three and a half days, they're going to rise up from uh-huh. the dead and ascend up into the cloud. It sounds exactly like what happened with Jesus when he ascended. Yeah. And so that's, that's where we make that connection, of course, right there with the, with the seventh uh, angel sounding as well. But um, all right, let's get back to the phones. Misty in Texas, welcome to End of the Age. Hello, how are you, Vince and Doug? We're yes. well. How are you, Misty? I'm fantastic, thank you. My question is this. So um, as I was look, I, I had already finished the first course of the Jerusalem Prophecy College, which I love. But um, it had this in there, and it was uh, the 70 uh, weeks are determined. So I'm looking at Scripture, uh, Daniel 9 and 25. Know, therefore, and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince, shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again in the wall, even in troubled times. So my point or my question is, the prince is that the uh, pope? Um, is that the, who is, who is that? Who are we? Well, right there in that, that scripture, the scripture you're talking about, Misty, there where it says Messiah the prince shall uh, be seven weeks. That's That's talking about... Jesus, the Messiah, uh, when it when it talks about a prince there, it, but there's another prince that it talks about when you move into verse 26. Uh, it says, "After three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off." This is talking about the death of Jesus there, and it says that the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. So it's talking about a future yeah. prince there, and that's talking about the Antichrist. I had the wrong scripture, so right there, the 26th, the 26th, um, the people of the prince, that part. Right. That's the Antichrist, right? Yes, ma'am, that's correct. But not the Pope. Not the Pope, because what we're seeing here, okay, so 
when you when it talks about the people, the prince of the people that shall come and destroy the city and the sanctuary, the we know that Rome destroyed the temple in 70 AD. Okay, and this happened after the Messiah uh, had died. After Jesus had had been crucified, then about 30 to 40 years later, the temple was destroyed by Rome. So it's saying that the prince that shall come, this prince that's going to make this covenant with Israel for one week, this the people of, of that prince. So we know Rome is the people it's talking about. So this is one of the clues where we understand that the Antichrist will come out of the revived Holy Roman Empire. It'll be uh, that uh, feet of iron mingled with clay with the ten toes. That's how we, we get to that understanding is by taking these scriptures and putting them together and understanding what it's talking about. So when it says that he shall confirm the covenant with many, we, we did a program the other day where we talked about, well, it was just yesterday, I guess. Mm-hmm. We talked about it yesterday a little bit because there is a teaching out there where it's being said that the Pope is the one that makes the confirmation and that he yeah. might have already made this confirmation. And, and I, I went think that that was correct. And I, I went and did a lot of reading in here and Revelation and back in Daniel. And then I went back through my notes from End Time Ministries from what I've learned. And it wasn't congruent with the Pope. Right. That's why I'm calling because I don't want to be confused and I don't want to be uh, sidelined by other people's opinions. I want to... I want to be able to understand these scriptures as they are and have wisdom with understanding. And so I think it was that next scripture, the 27th scripture, and he mm-hmm. shall confirm covenant with many for one week. So then that would be the Antichrist because the previous one is talking about he being the prince, uh, which would be the Antichrist. Is that correct? That's correct. And, okay. and if you... Uh, if you can go back and watch the program from yesterday in the archives or on End of the Age Plus, if you if you watch that toward the end of the program there, we broke that down. And I give you several scriptures that prove that the he there that confirms that covenant is actually the Antichrist. Because Daniel 11, 31 and 36 gives us more information about that. We're going to be reading that next. Okay. Um, and, I mean, Misty, Misty, I'm sorry. We're totally out of time. I've got to cut you off. I, I apologize for that. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Um, if you're in the New Orleans area, don't forget to go see uh, Dave and Jan and Marrero tomorrow and Sunday morning. And also don't forget to get the seven vials at endtime.com slash DVD. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.